This is the Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Welcome back to the Champion Forum Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Hancher, and it is my desire to influence others to become champions and ensure everyone reaches their fullest potential in this life. Today, we're going to be diving into the topic of visionary leadership. Visionary leaders are the ones that are building the future. They're the ones that embrace challenges and pull people together in the most adverse situations. They create common goals. They create common purpose with their organizations. You know, these are the leaders that aren't just looking at the here and now, but they're seeing months, years, and sometimes even decades in advance. You know, visionary leaders are the ones that think strategically. They get the big picture. They see things often that most others don't see. Do you know a leader like this? These are the folks, these are the ones that create solutions that transcend the casual and the normal approach to everyday problem solving. Today I'm going to take you through five steps that you can take to improve your position as a visionary leader. Step one, create a written copy of your vision for your team. This is an absolutely critical step in becoming a visionary leader. You know, it's, it's one thing to have an idea. Most leaders have that. Uh, they, want, they know where they want to go. But a visionary leader puts it in writing. It's one thing to just think about things, think about what you want to do, you know, have a hope for the future. But it's another completely different thing to put it down in writing. It is going to be essential if you're going to be a visionary leader to create a vision statement that you and your team can refer back to. As environments shift, challenges occur, this is going to be the thing that's going to create stability for your organization. The vision statement will be the bedrock that you can count on, which you can create structure upon. Make sure that you're doing that. You know, when I think of vision statements, my wife, Janelle, she's an entrepreneur in her own right. One of her ventures was uh, buying and running a restaurant. And I remember the hours that she put into crafting the vision statement for that business. And as I would watch her and ask her what she was working on, and time and time again, she would say, I'm working on the vision statement for our business. And I would think, man, there's a lot of effort being put into that. But she was... She was very determined to make the vision statement fit for what she had as the vision and wanted to bring clarity to that to her team. And I remember hours and hours of her crafting that vision statement for her business. I I could tell she meant business with creating it because it wasn't uh, just a casual cliche thing that leaders do. This was something that she was doing and it was very, very intentional. I want to share the final product that she came up with uh, with you listeners today. Here it is. Our vision is to provide a clean, professional, and friendly environment, focusing on excellent customer service with an emphasis on serving food in an expeditious manner with uncompromised quality. We will succeed with this vision through teamwork, accountability, and shared goals. Wow. I was blown away. Very clear very direct. You know, she would go on to share this with every employee during their orientation and explain to those employees why this vision was important. Furthermore, she took it even another step. She posted it in the restaurant for all of her customers to see as well. When I asked her, 
you know, Janelle, why is it that you're posting this publicly? I thought this was something you just wanted to share with your team. And she went on to tell me that she posted it publicly because she felt by doing this, it told her customers that she was very intentional. And it also offered her customers a chance to hold her business accountable to the vision as well. And I can tell you this, the feedback that she got from the public about that vision statement was unbelievable, mostly positive. But anytime she would have an employee maybe that didn't line up to the vision that she created, it was amazing how many times customers would go to her directly and give her that feedback. Don't you want that kind of feedback as a leader? Don't you want an opportunity to fix what's broke or have a second chance at redemption? I thought that was genius and something for you all to think about. Brilliant, in my opinion. Some things to consider when you're, when you're creating your own vision statement for your team. The first thing is look into the future. What's the world going to look like in five years, in 10 years? What's your business going to look like? What are you anticipating based off of the knowledge you have? And will your vision statement line up with the future? For example, if you would like to double the size of your organization in five years, well, what will that look like? What will you need to do maybe to go into a different geographic area that your business is in today or add new products to offer, so on and so forth? Those are things that you need to think about when you're creating a vision statement is what does the future look like? You're going to be uh, somebody that needs to anticipate that as you're creating this vision statement. The next thing that you're going to have to do and need to consider when creating a vision statement is articulate what success looks like. Now, don't go into great detail in a vision statement, but you will need to be clear with your definition. It should not allow for wiggle room. Now, this is not uh, the plan of execution. Keep that in mind. So you want to be broad, but very direct. The next thing in creating a vision statement is consider articulating a measurable goal in your vision statement. An example of that might be uh, we will be the number one ranked organization in the industry. Some examples of vision statements that I like, how about the Champion Forum podcast? I have a vision statement as well. And my vision statement for the Champion Forum podcast is this, to influence others to become champions and help everyone reach their fullest potential in this life. How about this one from American Express? We work hard every day to make American Express the world's most respected service brand. And lastly, another example is Google. Google's vision statement is this, to organize the world's information and make it universally accept accessible and useful. Very thought out. You know, if you're part of a larger organization, you may also want to consider a vision statement for your specific division or your specific team. I call that creating the culture within the culture, meaning your corporation or the, or the parent company or whatever it might be, they might have their own vision statement or their own principal objective, but maybe you want to create an identity for your department or for your team. Consider doing that for your team as well, and that way they know exactly what the mission is, what the vision is. You should also absolutely consider your own personal vision statement, meaning for you as an individual. This will help guide you and also hold you personally accountable to what you've set out to accomplish in your life. Think about what your personal life's mission is. What's the vision statement that you're going to create for your own life? 
In future episodes, I'll be taking a deeper dive into specifics on how to craft a world-class vision statement for your organization, as well as for you as an individual. So the second thing that I'm going to talk about in visionary leadership and steps to becoming a better visionary leader is this. Live in the now, but always be looking into the future. That could be a tough thing to do. Uh, That is like working on today while working on tomorrow. I can tell you that often what holds leaders back is that they're good at one or the other, meaning they're good at winning the day or the present, or sometimes they're really good at thinking about the future. World-class leadership comes when leaders can do both, meaning they're working and winning today, but they're also preparing extremely well for the future. That's a tough task. It's something tough to pull off, but the best visionary leaders find a way to do that. The, the visionary leaders are the ones that make needed decisions each day. The, every single day, they're going to make the needed decisions that will ultimately benefit the future of their team, of their organization. To be a visionary leader, it's going to be critical that you keep the long-term vision set in your mind while also every single day making the necessary decisions to aim for it. Meaning, I got to work on everything that's going on in my life today, but I also have to take steps towards what's coming in the future. I think, of, uh, I think back into my own career. Once upon a time, I was an individual contributor. I was a sales rep uh, in the organization that, that I was working in, and I had a desire to be a leader at one point. It was a goal that I had set in my mind. It was something that I aimed to do. I always felt a calling into leadership, and I felt like it was where I could make the biggest impact. But I couldn't let go of being an individual contributor because I knew the results in that was something that was going to propel me into leadership. So at that time, if I would have went all in on learning how to become a leader, I would have been sacrificing my ability to perform as an individual contributor. So what I will tell you this, if you're somebody that is looking to advance, looking to the future, never discard your day job. Never discard the here and now. People that do that, they find themselves either getting burnt out or they go all in on one thing and they can never catapult to the next step, meaning they kind of get stuck in that bottleneck. You're going to have to have the ability to do both. Examples of how I did that when I was an individual contributor, one, I knew I had to get great results in the role that I was in. It was a very competitive uh, atmosphere in, in a lot of people wanting to get into leadership. So I knew I had to perform at the highest levels, but rest assured, at night, I would be reading leadership books. I've read almost every book that John Maxwell has written. I would go to leadership seminars on the weekends to begin to craft and hone my skill as a leader. I always tell people, start acting now like the job that you want. Visionary leaders do that, not only uh, with promotability and looking for the next steps in your career, but also with your team. Your organization, your team, hopefully you have a vision to take them to a place that they've never been before, but you can't lose sight of the day-to-day. And so that is something that you're going to have to safeguard uh, as you become a better visionary leader, and that is striking the balance of succeeding now while preparing to win big time in the future. Number three, connect your vision with execution. This is, this is very important because if you have a vision that lacks a plan of execution, it's basically going to be a hope and a wish. 
it's also going to hold you back from getting buy-in from your organization. Because most likely, the best visionaries, they have a vision that is bigger than people can even imagine or even wonder how in the world are we ever going to get there. So if you don't have some sort of execution that matches up with the vision, you risk getting buy-in from the masses. The vision, keep this in mind, the vision itself is going to articulate where you want to go. Execution will be how the vision gets done. You can't have one without the other. They are working in conjunction of each other. So when creating your vision, it's going to be paramount that you consider how the vision is going to be executed. If not, you're going to have a lot of people looking at you funny and wondering what in the world and how in the world did they come up with this crazy idea. There's got to be a level of execution that meets up with the vision. Having this type of thinking and discussion is also something that's going to force you in determining, is the thing that I'm visualizing realistic? Is it attainable? Once you start creating that vision and then you start thinking about how are we going to execute on this? What does that path look like? It's going to trigger things in your mind to say, is this realistic? Is it attainable? Now, I'll be the first one to say that vision statements should absolutely stretch everyone to work hard, to dream big, to go to places they've never been. However, if the vision is perceived as unrealistic or it's clearly unattainable uh, by your team, by your organization, you're going to have a really hard time uh, getting people to buy in and become passionate about the vision that you're putting out there to your organization. Number four. Reinforce your message with enthusiasm. If you as a leader cannot get enthusiastic about the vision, then then who's going to get enthusiastic about it? The vision should be delivered ad nauseum and with high energy. You should be the biggest cheerleader for the vision that you are trying to cast to your team. Staying consistent with your messaging and being repetitive is a best practice in visionary leadership. The benefit of doing that is that you are assured that the team understands what the vision is and the direction that the organization is going. This will make sure that the vision is articulated clearly and concisely, both up, down, left, and right in your organization. And this is also going to ensure that your team does not see the vision as a flash in the pan. Here today, gone tomorrow. How many times have you been under leadership or in an organization that you, the leader got up and they, they gave this great presentation and they gave this great vision statement and then it just kind of fizzled out? The risk you run with doing that is just like the boy that cried wolf. The next time that you get up to drive an initiative or drive a vision, they're not going to take you seriously. So the vision is something that you absolutely have to firmly stand behind. And it's something that at in individual meetings, in team meetings, if you travel uh, to different locations, it's something that you should have as a repetitive nature so that it is breeding itself throughout your organization. The other thing on that same note is being an enthusiastic visionary will be, the mo- will be most critical if you're casting vision during a turbulent time. And oftentimes, the greatest visionary leaders are the ones that rise up when things aren't going well. If your organization has encountered a failure uh, or a setback, or uh, maybe your brand is under attack, 
we've all been in times that it can get a little turbulent. Things are, the waters are a little choppy. Your consistent confidence and enthusiasm during this time will be crucial in helping your team to see around the bend in the road. Sometimes uh, when you're looking at your team and things aren't going well, people can become a little disheartened. Uh, that it could also cause turnover. You know, are we going to pull out of this? Is my job at risk? Um, is the competition going to eat us up? What, whatever those things are that may be coming against your organization, that is the time for a visionary leader to step up with high energy and high confidence and say, look, I see the bend in the road. Here's what the future looks like. Here's how we're going to get there. Visionary leaders have a skill that helps clouds dissipate and they have their team see through the storm to brighter days. There's going to be tough times in business. It's inevitable. Uh, whether it's economically driven, competitively driven, you know, whatever that might look like, tough times are coming. It's business. To be a great leader, you have to be the one casting the vision with high energy, high enthusiasm, and being the one that makes the dark clouds dissipate and ensuring that everybody sees sunnier days coming. The third thing, the, the other thing under that same note is to seek out opportunities to catch somebody doing something right that supports the vision that you've been casting. You know, too many times we'll cast a vision and we'll just kind of leave it there. And then we'll make all the posters around the vision. Everybody's putting the poster up. But this point of reinforcing your message, you, you have to be somebody that is constantly reinforcing it by catching people that are doing things that absolutely support the vision that you've cast. And when you see them doing it, applaud them publicly. Recognition goes a long, long way. Many times in leadership, uh, we find ourselves going to where the problems are. And that can be a natural thing in leadership because oftentimes as a leader, you're trying to fix problems. Uh, you're trying to find what's broke and repair it because it's something that you're good at. Sometimes we get so good at doing that that we miss what people are doing well. Great visionary leaders find people that are doing things that absolutely support the vision that they're casting and they recognize them publicly and on a big stage. Something to consider on that note is a recognition program for rewarding people for exuding actions that support the vision that you're casting. Make a big deal about it. This is how cultures are built in organizations, is by finding what people are doing well as it supports the vision of the organization. You can also use the vision to deliver tough feedback when needed as well. It works really both ways. When people are doing something great, you applaud them, you recognize them for supporting the vision. And when they're not doing something right and they're not doing it well, you can still deliver the same thing because of the vision that you've already cast. You can do this by having a private discussion with your employee or your team member and explaining how their actions or maybe their behavior could hold them and the team back from achieving the vision that has been set. You know, whenever you're part of a team or part of an organization, it's not really just about you anymore. It's about the team. And as a leader, as you cast vision, any time that a team member or an employee steps outside of that vision, we have to make them understand that not only is this affecting you as one of the team members, but man, that decision that you made is affecting everybody on the team. And vision will absolutely help 
drive a sense of solid teamwork throughout your organization. Number five in becoming a world-class visionary leader. Stay committed to the vision, but be very willing to make adjustments along the way. If your ideas are truly visionary, it's likely that it may take some time to convince people to be serious about them. I can tell you this, if people aren't questioning your vision a little bit, you might not be stretching too far enough. So I would absolutely tell you to stretch beyond your comfort zone and know that you might not get buy-in right out of the gate. Be ready for pushback and be ready for people challenging the vision that you're casting. If you lose hope or confidence in the vision, you will absolutely lose the masses. You know, by this time, you've done a lot of research. You've done a lot of benchmarking. You've studied the the business climate. You've studied where you're trying to take your organization, whether that's in corporate America, in a nonprofit, in a volunteer organization. You've put some thought, like the example I gave with my wife, Janelle. She put a lot of thought into this vision. I can imagine her delivering this to her team at first and them saying, maybe that's not how we used to do it. How are we ever going to get there? I don't even know if that's realistic. You should get a level of pushback if your vision is big enough. But know this, confidence is going to be absolutely critical in making people believe it out of the gate and getting people to buy in. However, make sure that your confidence does not bleed into becoming stubborn. Stubborn leadership is not effective leadership. Leaders, we got to know that we don't always have all the answers. Why I tell you that to be a visionary, you have to be willing to make adjustments is just for that. We want to get great people around us that are going to support challenging feedback. We may have to make adjustments along the way, but the heart of the vision should always remain intact. Every good idea and vision is going to need to be adjusted along the way. You can count on it. It's going to need tweaked. Business changes, climates change, economies change, competitive landscapes change, personnel changes, leadership changes. All of these things happen, so you're going to have to be prepared to make tweaks along the the way. Be open to feedback, but safeguard the vision with vigilance. You know, vision is one of those things. I talk about can't-dos and won't-dos. When people are not lining up to the vision, they're probably compromising the culture that you're trying to create. Be very, very swift with those kind of people on your team. Vision will help you weed out the people that aren't rowing the same direction. You know, when I think of visionary leaders that took a lot of grief early on, I think one of them is Henry Ford. This gentleman uh, made several attempts at building this company and failed before it ever took off. You know, there's stories written about Henry Ford where people would literally ride past his car as he was driving it on a horse. Can you imagine that? Here's a guy with this vision of creating an automotive industry, and he's riding down the road in this vehicle that he has built and he has horses passing him. Can you imagine the criticism that he took? Can you imagine maybe even even his family when he would go home at night saying, Dad, this is embarrassing. I got to go to school and handle all this. If he would not have stayed with that vision and, and put the cotton in his ears and believed in that vision and got his team that was with him to believe in that vision, 
we might still be riding horses to work today. So hats off to Henry Ford. Uh, We appreciate you being a visionary leader so that uh, we can get the work more effectively and more efficiently. The other one that I think of is Steve Jobs. Think about Steve Jobs and his story. He was fired from his own company only to return and push forward his vision in a very amazing way. Let that be a fresh reminder. Not everyone is going to buy into your vision, and that's okay. Be sure to trust the effort, research, benchmarking, all the things that you've put into creating the vision and stand by it and be firm. Being a visionary leader is a process that has no end. When you are good at casting vision, you will absolutely lead well. If you choose to ignore this very essential leadership attribute, your leadership is absolutely going to be lacking. So in summary, the five steps towards becoming a stronger visionary leader. Step one, create a written copy of your vision for your team. Step two, live in the now, but always be looking into the future. Step three, connect your vision with execution. Step four, reinforce your message with high energy and a lot of enthusiasm. And the final step, stay committed to the vision, but be willing to adjust. Well, that wraps up the episode on visionary leadership. If I'm able to help you in any way, add any value to your pursuit of becoming a better visionary leader, please do not hesitate to reach out. I truly appreciate you investing time to listen in today. As always, if you found value in today's message, it would mean a great deal to me. If you would subscribe to the podcast, rate, review it with a few comments. I'd love to hear from you that way. Your feedback's very, very important to me. Be sure to go to our website at thechampionform.com, and there you will find show notes that you can review as you incorporate your own personal strategy for leadership success. You can also share those show notes maybe with your team uh, or a leadership organization that you belong to. And you can also follow me on social media at The Champion Forum. If you'd like to contact me or have questions or feedback, I can be reached directly at Jeff Hancher at thechampionforum.com. And until next time, always remember this. You have been set up to be a champion in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win.